Hi, I'm Dr. Emerald, doctor of chiropractic, and this is... Kat Garcia, licensed professional counselor. And together, we are painting wellness. <laughs> Today, Kat is going to be talking us through how <clears throat> narratives impact our everyday life. Yes, narratives. So, when I say narratives, what do you think? I... <clears throat> what do I think when I think of narratives? It's probably the things that I... just all the talk going on in my head, and kind of... I have a couple of... Um, uh, like smash hits that just go oh, all, all the time. All the time. Um, and there's there's some definitely that like have played so much. I'm like sick of them. I'm like, no, 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 please yeah. change the channel. Like some award winners in there. <sighs> yeah. I, I would like to get some fresh stuff though in, <laughs> all right. in it. Um, some more uplifting, healthier things. I, I can be real about that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that's probably one of the big things I think of. Or even when I interact in different situations or with people, the things that I think are going to happen <clears throat> oh, in yes. them. So then I'm like, I will be driving somewhere or sipping my coffee and I'm like, this is how this is going to go. has to go because this, this is how it always goes. How it always goes. Mm -hmm. At least in your mind. In my mind. Oh yeah, I'm always right in my mind. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yes. So, um, so, okay. So when we talk about narratives, that's exactly right. Oh, it's... See, I'm always right. <laughs> Oh, I'm telling you. So really, it's about our the stories that we tell ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And it's these award-winning stories are not just about ourselves. We actually tell ourselves stories about other people. And we tell ourselves stories about uh, what other people think of us, which, I mean, really can be very problematic if you think about it. That's just... We're always thinking, oh, you know, so-and-so is thinking this. That's why they're doing that or whatever. God forbid they got their own stuff going on, right? Um, so narratives are incredibly powerful. And the thing is that it leads, narratives lead our entire life. Mm -hmm. Because everybody, I've had people tell me, I was like, no, I'm not thinking anything. I'm like, oh, yes, you are. Because we always think everything. We think before we feel, right? We name the situation and what that means and how we're going to respond to it. Can I ask a question on that then? Yeah. Do you feel, so what I'm hearing, I'm hearing practicing some skills that we've talked about previously. Mm -hmm. What I'm hearing is that our thoughts in a large part dictate our feelings as opposed to our feelings dictating our thoughts. Mm -hmm. mm, okay. Yeah. So if I ask somebody, if I say, so... How are you feeling right now? Now I'm nervous because I'm, I'm worried about where this is going. Okay, and you just but... ruined my example. So okay, most cool. people, most people, <laughs> when I say, okay, so how are you feeling? They're like, I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm sad. And I'm like, do you think or do you feel sad? Mm -hmm. Right? We all do that. Except you right now because, of course, you know, making a point. I, I'm just teasing I, you. Well... <laughs> I think it's good. This is a. I don't know if this I, now sounds like a weird practice that I do, but I do often try to say this. I am feeling like I feel this. Well, way, it's because I, it's like because you're friends with me. It's probably what it is. It it is something that I learned probably from you of like. Yeah. It feels like the I easier. Yes, an I statement. Like I'm just I'm feeling this way. Correct. You and see, you're such a good student. I'm a good listener too. Yeah. yeah. So so, but when we don't have that practice, typically mm -hmm. we're like, I think I feel. I think, I think I'm really angry. Really? You think you're really angry. And so it really 
absolutely determines what we think and how we're going to respond. Okay, so where do you think the narratives come from? Uh, previous experiences. Absolutely. And probably things that we have heard or have been told at a young age. Mm-hmm. Even at, at an old age. Not that I'm old, but yes. Yeah. What we've been told, what we've lived, what um, we experienced through other people. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you tell me a story, I'm like, oh no, because Emerald. Emerald did that, and this is what happened. Emerald writes a big H on those birthday cards <laughs> every time. Big H. Never leaves enough room. Little P, little P, little Y. Yeah. It's like, um, so when we, we have to remember that when events happen in our life, it's almost like if you picture a timeline and it creates a little tisk. A disc? A tisk. A tisk. A tisk. Like a, a tisk. Like a little, yeah, a little mark. Mm-hmm. And when something similar happens. Okay. Whether it's, gosh, I'm wearing the same clothes, or it's the same time of day, or I'm in the same place, or I'm talking to the same person, or it's the same topic, we we can be triggered mm-hmm. to go back to that little tisk by anything. And we're going to respond how we responded to that. Is that a protective, like, is that in, in a way? Of... Yes. Yes, absolutely. So when we think about... Our, our brain, mm-hmm. right? We talk a lot about fight, uh, fight, freeze, or, or, or flight, I'm, I'm, blah, the F. Or fawn. Yes, the fawn. So if, when we talk about that, it's because our brain, our, our, um, our brainstem is making us make sure that we're protecting ourselves. We're, mm-hmm. you know, we have our amygdala and our hypothalamus and all the memories and the fight, fight. What, I'm really having, so, you know. I can help out. Fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. (laughs) Fawn's my favorite part. (laughs) Anyway, so yes, and so what happens is um, we we have an experience, right? And then our brain's like, listen, this is a threat. Again, this is the same thing. It's the same thing. You got to protect yourself, right? But the reality is that it's just a perceived threat, not an actual threat, mm-hmm. right? And so, of course, I'm generalizing because, I mean, it might be a real threat, but the reality is that maybe something happened that was terrible. And we talk about trauma responses, and trauma responses are, in fact, based on narratives, right? Okay. I'm responding based on something that happened in the past. I can hear that. I can, yes, I can. And I'm visualizing um, in, I think it was our fight, flight, freeze um, episode where we were talking about being chased by a tiger in the cave. And Absolutely. Like hoping, just really hoping that cave had another exit. Correct. Um, because when we're going up to another cave, that perceived narrative is, does that have an exit? Yes, I, I, yes. I don't remember that conversation, but okay. absolutely. Okay. I mean, we talk a lot. So, yeah. uh, so, but think about it. So I, I don't know, I have an accident on the freeway mm-hmm. and my brain is going to say, well, I'm not going to take that lane because that lane, I, oh, I had an accident and it's like, I, if I take that lane, that's the fast lane and that's where all accidents happen. Is that true? No. 
somebody can be going in the slow lane here in Arizona, which means the speed limit, and it it's like you can have an accident. Yeah. But it's the perceived threat. And so it doesn't have to be something like another tra uh, traumatic event. This can actually impact our day-to-day -day relationships. So let's say that you have a conversation with your partner and it triggers something. Mm -hmm. Back to that test, right? That means that you might be thinking that your partner is thinking something or that your partner is judging you or that they're they're thinking about something bad about you and you're going to respond based on that not based on the current events now when you learn coping skills you learn mindfulness you learn how to be present in the moment and how to communicate more effectively those things change but when we don't and even honestly even when we do, because we're human, right? And it happens. We respond based on our narratives. Mm -hmm. So what is the the story of every person that dates? Well, it happened there. It's going to happen here. Oh, they the, this person did that, and that meant that. So if this person does that, it means the same thing, right? for pattern recognition. Pattern recognition. And so that is how narratives are built. And so it's really important that we remember that those are perceived threats, not real mm -hmm. threats. And I know that we've talked a little bit about attachment systems and we haven't really um, dived really deep into it, but it's our, it's our narrative, how we attach to people. And we absolutely respond based on that, right? So if something triggers me, my nervous system is gonna activate mm -hmm. and I'm going to respond exactly how I would respond in any other situation that made me feel Same this thing. this third thing or made me think this sort of thing because I've already put a name on it mm -hmm. right so no passwords on your no passwords share on your phone equals cheating that's here does it mean that's true and you're pointing to your to your head, your mind, just for those people that aren't watching our, on the YouTubes. So. Oh, that's right, yes. I am pointing to my brain, yes. So we're thinking, right? So does it mean cheating? No. I sent a text and it's been four minutes. They haven't responded. They're ignoring me. So previous things that we've experienced yeah. or even then still may not have happened, but that's how we experienced them or we thought about them in the past. Well, not only that, but if you think about how narratives work, it's not only what we're telling ourselves about other people, it's what we're telling ourselves about ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if we don't feel like we deserve to be loved, we, you know, we don't feel like we're enough, we don't feel whatever, we might think, well, you know, I'm not a good friend. You know, that's why Dr. Emerald hasn't responded to me in three days, rather than, Oh, he's hiking and he doesn't have service, right? But it's how we feel about ourselves, how we perceive ourselves and what we deserve, or how other people have told us that we are, right? Mm -hmm. So imagine the strength and the magnitude of narratives. Well, I can even, like, the, the speaking to the strength, one of the things that's coming to my mind is since it's all based on what we're thinking, this can get somewhat hijacked in the sense of it can be on repeat, 
And every time that we're thinking this, it's becoming a stronger pathway. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so we really like, if we're not conscious of it, mm-hmm. right, that's an important piece of, you know, maybe an encouraging to just get a checkup with, you know, go, go to a counselor, mm-hmm. mental health therapist, or, and ask them, maybe or talk to them about that to see, like, are there narratives that we've been telling ourselves for years, decades, yeah. maybe? Well, and everybody has narratives. Like, there's mm-hmm. not one single person that doesn't have a narrative. Because narratives are not always bad. They mm-hmm. can be also good narratives, right? Well, and I was wondering that. Is there uh, some tools, or maybe that could be a different episode, but of ways to maybe shift the perspective to make mm-hmm. something that we've previously seen as a ne- negative narrative and turned it or reframed it to be a positive narrative that we are telling ourselves? Yeah, yeah. So I, I want you to think about it this way. Um we were looking for patterns, you said, mm-hmm. right? So like in counseling, one of the things that I always tell my clients is like, hey, when you're talking, I might interrupt you. And I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just trying to break the pattern. Because when I break the pattern in the moment, you can redirect. And now we're tapping into that neural pathway. Mm-hmm. Most of us, when we're talking, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. And if the person doesn't stop us, and there is a negative pattern of behavior, and I bring it up after the fact, it is very common that you will not remember what you just said or how you just said it. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. And that's why people are like, no, I didn't say that or no, I didn't or whatever, whatever. Like, and, and you know, if we fall into that weird, like, is that their narrative or did I actually, right? But in the case of a therapist, we're saying, and you know what? And you've done this to me. Like, I'll be bitching about something because my neck hurts and you're like whoa no don't say that like right because we need to interrupt patterns and so we all have patterns of of narratives and I think that that's really important that we recognize them because we all have them and the negative ones that repeat that you're talking about Mm -hmm. it's called a negative core belief so I'm, I'm I'm wanting to how do you how do you just gonna be on repeat on that one how do you determine what is a negative core belief like how often is there a numerical like how often you're repeating that or going through no no because if you think about it most people don't realize that they're thinking it yeah like people can be walking around with a a negative core belief of i am not enough Mm -hmm. and they treat themselves and allow other people to treat them like they are not enough. Maybe because at some point in their life, somebody either told them or insinuated or they correlated a behavior or an event with that. So they're walking around with that belief and you don't know until you know. And typically it's like, I like I can't succeed at anything. I don't know what's happening. I'm gonna go to a coach. I'm gonna go to a therapist. Like I'm depressed. Or So we have many negative core beliefs. And so one of the things that we can practice is again because we're looking at patterns is repetition of positive Mm -hmm. talk or affirmations and i'm not big i hate the word affirmation i like reminders because i like to say like i'm reminding myself um awesome like not saying you are awesome so i feel like that's kind of weird but i remind myself right it's a reminder because if i tell you that it's a reminder i'm saying you are those good things Mm -hmm. You just need to remind yourself of them. So affirmations is like, just pretend that you are until you believe it. So that's why I don't like affirmations. But nevertheless, 
those positive self-talk. Yeah. So one of the things that I know that you and I do. I love, and I'm glad I think you're going to say this because I would love to share. Like, well, it's fun. if you, It's Tell really me. fun if you have a part, like a partner, friend, whoever to do this. Yes. Because then you get to bounce it <clears> back <throat> and forth on each other. Mm-hmm. And if one of you is, is having a shit day, you can, yeah. you can like help, help lift them up Absolutely. a bit on it. Um, and so what Kat and I do is, I mean, this is truth. Because we've this has been replicated months and months and months. Yeah. Of I'm the luckiest guy, and Cat is the luckiest gal around. Yep. And anytime there is something that we are celebrating, mm-hmm. it's because we're the luckiest people. Yeah. Obviously, there's no other explanation. Yeah. Everything works out in our favor. Out in our favor. Yeah. yeah. And then when the things don't feel like they're going well in the moment, and that's what I think that's a really really important mm-hmm. piece. In the moment, it's not happening the way that we would like, we still remind ourselves that actually, you know, we're the luckiest people yeah. around. And so this is actually going to work out yeah. in our favor. Yeah. So absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I've text, I'm having a bad day and he's like, you're the luckiest girl ever. Well, you know, everything will work out. Like, and I'm like, if anything makes me sound like, yeah, I'm the luckiest girl. And so, but this is the thing is that absolutely we want to remember that we have to, just like we are so good at pointing out our negative stuff, we can absolutely remind ourselves of positive stuff. And like, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not talk, you know, why not talk to ourselves like we would talk to our kind friends that are going through something, right? And so, you know, if you text me, be like, I'm having a bad day, I'm like, yeah, because you're shit. Like, that would be horrible. Like, why, why would I say that to myself? Mm-hmm. If I wouldn't say it to you, right? And so it's really, really important that we remember that pattern recognition and pattern shifting is possible. We don't have to live with these negative core beliefs that impact our relationships, impact our like our, our partnerships, impact our work, impact our parenting. Hmm. That's a whole thing. Like negative core beliefs translate directly how we parent. And we can actually pass down those negative core beliefs to our children. You're modeling. You're modeling. Yeah. And so if I, if I think I am, if my core negative core belief is I am responsible for everything, I'm going to be a control freak. If I'm a control freak, I'm going to nag at my kids and I'm going to, that's going to change how I parent them. Right. Mm. So it's something that it's very personal work. And I really encourage people to have some insight, like, the question is, what are you walking around telling yourself? Because we all do it. We all walk around telling ourselves something. And how can we change it? Tell yourself something different. Like, you can. Like It's allowed. It's allowed. You're a grown-up. You can do it. You're allowed to do that. And so, you know, when we talk about narratives, there's so much. We can talk about narratives all day long and, and really... Um, one of the things that you know I do want to talk about um, at some point is how establishing boundaries is so important and how it relates to our narratives. Because just like I said, I don't think I'm enough. If I say that's my negative core belief, mm-hmm. my boundaries are going to present that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to allow other people to treat me like I'm not enough, right? And then we wonder why that always happens. Why do I always pick the people to hang out with that treat me badly? Well, you know, no. You don't attract those people. You choose them. 
because you have a negative self-belief. So you attract lots of people to your tribe. And that idea of like finding your finding your people and finding your tribe, like I'm just very, very I'm a huge believer of energy and all of that, as you know. And I do believe that we attract the people that, you know, that we are surrounded with. And we get to choose that. And so what we put out is what we get back um, in that in that sense. And it does require practice. I mean, you know, like you mentioned, we do it every day, every time we see each other. Um, and, um, you know, and I think that that's something so powerful. And I tell everybody, I'm like, you know, it's, it's great. I do it every day by myself, but it's awesome to have the people around me, my friends, you know, like, no, but I'm the luckiest girl. Or, hey, you're the luckiest guy. You're the luckiest girl. You're the luckiest girl. You guys are awesome. Like, you all look at all lucky. I know. It's, I feel like Oprah. Yeah. And you're lucky and out. you're lucky. And yeah. yeah. So, um, so it's really, it, narratives are very powerful. And like I said, we can talk about how narratives impact our life in so many ways. Um, and definitely we need to talk about boundaries and how that impacts because what we tell ourselves mm. is so powerful so yeah well i'm looking forward to that one um the how our narratives impact the boundaries i think that's going to be an excellent episode to be looking forward to um let's go ahead and start collecting yes all please. of it you gathered gathered a lot Definitely. i'm the luckiest guy to be able to just go out <laughs> and pick all this stuff yeah up. so um our big one I, one of my biggest takeaways that i hadn't integrated yet maybe or like really thought about is that our thinking is really dictating what our feelings are mm-hmm. and it's so easy to just walk around and not not be aware of that uh so i love that piece specifically um and how our thoughts of ourselves and others and what others think of us is a narrative that is constantly going we all have narratives that are happening all the time and when something becomes repeated for mm-hmm. a period of time, that is a core... Negative core ne- belief. Well, or a positive. It's, a, it's just core belief. Yeah. yeah, it's a core belief. So we mm-hmm. could have positive or negative Absolutely. Um, and what we're suggesting or putting out there is like telling yourself that you are the luckiest guy or girl around to help create mm-hmm. a positive core belief. Yeah. Um, and some of these are so ingrained that we don't even know them. We, we don't recognize them. them. Yep. Me. We do not recognize them. Yep. And that affects every situation and interaction that we have, be it with family, friends, children, the people that we interact mm-hmm. with all day long. Um, because things that happen are perceived threats, not actually threats all the time. Mm, yes. So we respond like they're threats, but they're only perceived threats. Mm-hmm. And that includes relationships. Yeah. So that's really important. Yeah, I, I, I like that piece a lot. One of the things I go back to is our brains are so powerful in mm-hmm. that they just want to keep us safe. Yeah, that's exactly right. keeping us safe keeps us in old patterns. Yeah, yeah. There, it's finding a balance mm-hmm. and learning, you know. Um, and I think that it's really important that, you know, you know, we say we're the luckiest people. If you pick you have a a different core belief that you want to ingrain you can repeat whatever works for you um you know and um just remember to speak positive reminders to yourself because that that is powerful let's let's stop those patterns let's stop the negative and really embrace the wonderful things that 
we already have that we just kind of deny mm -hmm. because of, of those core beliefs. So yeah. And yeah. as you're going through that, remember to stop the pattern. Stop the pattern. Absolutely. It's a big piece of that. Yeah. yeah. So that was great collecting. Good job. That was a lot of information. And, and again, we can talk about narratives all day long. I think that that's such a, a powerful topic. So we'll definitely um, talk more about that in the future. So. Love it. Well, yeah. Kat. You're so lucky. So lucky. This is Painting Wellness. We will see you all next time. Bye. One, two. <laughs> You're, you're very red right now. Oh, good. It's the pants. <laughs>